0: A surprise hearing by the US Congressional Committee investigating the January 6th Capitol riots has been taking place this morning. There has been some extraordinary testimony coming from Cassidy Hutchinson, who was a top aide to former White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows. Let's discuss this with our Washington correspondent, Simon Marks, who is with us now. Kia ora, Simon.
1: Kia ora, Susie.
0: This is extraordinary. I know I've said that word already, but it's like <laughs> every time she says something... It's more astonishing than the previous revelation. Let's just go through some of what has been said. Most recently, I can see she has been talking about Mark Meadows seeking a pardon. She's also been talking about the vice president and whether he deserved chance calling for him to be hanged.
1: Uh, yes, uh, that of course relates to an interview that President Trump gave to uh, one of the White House correspondents who has written a book about him in which Donald Trump indicated that he believed that it was uh, a somewhat reasonable approach by the crowd to seek to mete out some semblance of retribution against Vice President Mike Pence, whom of course the President falsely blames uh, for certifying Joe Biden's election. President Trump continues to insist that Ma- uh, Mike Pence had a choice uh, on that day, which Of course, the Constitution doesn't give him one. Uh, This committee hearing was only uh, called yesterday. It was a surprise. Cassidy Hutchinson is a former top assistant uh, to uh, White House Chief of Staff, as he was then, Mark Meadows. And in the early stages of this hearing, uh, she was portraying a President of the United States who, on January the 6th, was absolutely aware that some of his supporters were armed. Uh, Police said they had spotted handguns and ar-15 assault rifles among the crowd uh, arriving to listen to president trump's speech that morning she said that the president became frustrated uh, when the area where the speech was going to be made was not filled with supporters because those who were carrying weapons were not allowed through the magnetometers uh, by the secret service and congresswoman liz cheney the top republican on the committee uh, of course considered a traitor by donald trump and her party, uh, pressed Miss Cassidy on an earlier piece of uh, of evidence that she'd provided in a video deposition. Take a listen.
2: I was in the vicinity of a conversation where I overheard the president say something to the effect of, you know, I, I don't effing care that they have weapons. They're not here to hurt me. Take the effing mags away. Let my people in. They can march to the Capitol from here. Let the people in. Take the effing mags away. Just to be clear, Ms. Hutchinson, is it your understanding that the president wanted to take the mags away and said that the armed individuals were not there to hurt him?
1: That's a fair assessment. The case that Congresswoman Cheney was making there was that Donald Trump was absolutely aware of the dangers of sending a mob, some of them carrying weapons, to Capitol Hill. After he made his speech, the other headline grabbing nature of her opening uh, session of uh, testimony uh, was that claim that we heard about in the top of the hour news bulletin that Donald Trump at one point assaulted a Secret Service officer who refused to drive him to Capitol Hill because the Secret Service had concluded that it was unsafe for the president to join the crowds that by that period were already breaking into the Capitol Complex. Take a listen to uh, the extended version of that testimony.
2: The president said something to the effect of, "I'm the effing president. Take me up to the Capitol now." To which Bobby responded, "Sir, we have to go back to the West Wing." The president reached up towards the front of the vehicle to grab at the steering wheel. Mr. Engel grabbed his arm, said, "Sir, you need to take your hand off the steering wheel." we're going back to the West Wing, we're not going to the Capitol. Mr. Trump then used his free hand to lunge towards Bobby Angle, And Mr. when Mr. Renato had recounted this story
1: to me, he had motioned towards his clavicles. Now, to be clear, she didn't witness that incident herself. She was relating what she was told about it by one of her colleagues. uh, And Mm. indeed, there were other issues that she's raised today that she didn't personally witness, including a claim that President Trump uh, at some point on January the 6th in fury threw a plate full of food against the wall of the Oval Office, leaving ketchup stains on the wall. Again, she didn't see it herself, although she later says that she did see the ketchup stains.
0: So can you just talk us through how this has come to pass? As you say, hastily arranged, why should she come forward now?
1: Well, she, came for, she, she was questioned previously. I mean, much of this mm. testimony was gathered on videotape uh, and she has become a more central figure in all of this because of the evidence that she has about what was taking place behind the scenes, particularly in the office of the Chief of Staff, Mark Meadows, who himself is currently refusing to testify before the committee. Now, it's still unclear as to uh, what the dramatic new revelation was uh, that the committee decided warranted this additional hearing. Skeptics say we're heading into a holiday weekend here. It's the July 4th Independence Day holiday coming up. Uh, The headlines that were dominated this time a week ago by the Select Committee hearing were then somewhat eclipsed by the Supreme Court's ruling on Friday on abortion. This may be an effort by the committee, which is heavily choreographing and scripting these hearings. They're actually being produced by a former American uh, network TV uh, executive that the committee wanted uh, to make sure that uh, some of the accusations that it's mounting were fresh in the minds of the public as they head into that holiday weekend. But there also have been some devastating revelations in this testimony, including uh, her claim that President Trump the day after uh, the rally was invaded by a host of figures, including Mark Meadows, his daughter Ivanka, his son-in-law Jared Kushner, the top White House legal counsel, and others to make a speech distancing himself from his supporters amid credible evidence she says those White House insiders believed that members of the President's Cabinet were threatening to invoke the 25th Amendment and topple him.
2: From what I understood at the time and from what the reports were coming in, there is a large concern of 25th Amendment potentially being invoked, and there were concerns about what would happen in the Senate if it was, if the 25th was invoked. So the primary reason that I had heard, other than, you know, we did not do enough on the 6th, we need to get a stronger message out there and condemn this, is, otherwise this will be your legacy.
1: And that led to President Trump making that video message on the 7th after a bit of a tussle about its contents. One thing that's absolutely clear from this testimony is that Donald Trump and his supporters are badly suffering from the decision by the Republican Party officially to boycott these proceedings. Remember, the only two Republicans on the committee, Mm. Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger of Illinois, both considered absolute traitors by the Republican Party. So there's no option, no opportunity for Donald Trump's supporters in the House of Representatives to question her more closely about some evidence that has definitely been based on hearsay. Thank
0: you very much. Simon Marks, our Washington correspondent there. Uh, We will, of course, bring you further testimony from Cassidy Hutchinson uh, as it comes in. She is continuing... There to give that in front of the committee and also some news just in that I'm seeing on CNN this morning. Donald Trump is reacting in real time to the testimony of this former White House aide, Cassidy Hutchinson, uh, attempting to cast that as revenge.